Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. Good Tuesday afternoon. Kind of a gray day here. I would like to tell you that every day we have a well-planned out show that we know. Some people say, how much research do you do, Ange? Well, it just depends on how quickly we can get guests. We put in requests. And so in a perfect world, we would have everything really planned. And I'm only telling you that because this hour, as I look at what we're talking about, it's sex and drugs, and I did not intend that. So if there are young ears around, you might want to distract them. Don't be a distracted driver. You might just want to distract the younger ears. And, and even as I say that, I think, wait, Ange, what, what is, what's the thing about talking about sex? We're just talking about sex. It, maybe that's my prudish behavior growing up. But we are talking specifically about friends with benefits. And, and maybe it's the young ears who know what friends or benefits more than what us older folk know. Friends with benefits. Well, you know what? Why don't I just bring on my guest? She can explain it all to us. Chantel Hyde, a relationship expert, Canada's dating coach, joins us today. Hello, Chantel. Hello, Angela. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How do you define friends with benefits? Outside of a relationship, somebody that you're familiar with, you have a mutual attraction, but you're not looking for a commitment. It's just a little stop in between point A and point B. Point A being, you know, your next relationship. Point B being your last one. And the benefits is the sexual pleasure you might receive from that friend. Is sex not pleasurable? That's true. All right. So here yeah. I am getting all red and embarrassed. Does, does it not? But let's, let's get scientific about sex because it's more than just the stuff that makes us blush. It's the chemicals that are released that actually have very beneficial healing properties in our bodies. It's the chemicals that are released in our brains that have antidepressant chemicals. It's, you know, it's something that can distract us from what felt wrong in the past, like leaving a relationship that you never should have gotten into in the first place. And when you talk about the chemicals, is this the dopamine, the serotonin that I read about? 100%. Dopamine is what happens in your brain when you smile. Those are the lines that crinkle up in the corner of your eyes. Those, Those muscles, when you smile, send a signal to your brain that something pleasurable just happened. And in response, your brain releases dopamine. And the fact is when you look at somebody smile, your brain releases dopamine. So it can be a double dose right there. Chantel, do you think we're seeing more people look to a relationship that is friends with benefits? No, I honestly don't. I I think because we are designed to pair bonds, like there's, I look at us in three ways, the biological animal, the logical brain, and the spiritual essence. So the biological animal being the part of you that has, you know, your drives, your impulses, that's where they come from. And your logical brain is what you can use to circumvent them if your drives and impulses want to drive you down a street that isn't where you quite want to be going. Mm -hmm. And your spiritual essence, it's, you know, when you're thinking about your girlfriend and you get a text message from her and you go, I was just thinking about you. (laughs) That's the connection happening between the distance. And so when you say as humans, we we want... We want that commitment. We want a relationship that is very special with that other person. Yes, and I'll tell you why. Um, We are actually designed to pair bond for about seven years. So you've heard about the seven-year itch. Mm -hmm. 
Now, the reason why that happens is when you think back to cavemen and cave women, about 200,000 years ago, early Homo sapiens was our first evolution. I see our bodies as a vehicle that our DNA uses in order to continue itself. And so it designs us in a way so that it has an optimal chance of survival in the next body and the next one after that and the next one after that. So we, as males and females, typically, um, we will pair bond. And what we do in that pair bonding phase is we procreate, we make a baby, we work together to ensure the survival of the baby until it is no longer a baby. So about seven years old, Mm. it can forage and run. (laughs) And then our brain says, time to seek out stronger DNA. Males will seek out younger women. Females will seek out stronger males, regardless of age, in order to give the next baby the best chance of survival again. That's an interesting concept. There probably is something to that. But you saw that that survey that showed, what was this, a new survey by Dr. Ed, talked to 500 Americans, 500 Europeans, shows 57% of the people that they surveyed admit to having had a friends with benefits relationship. So do you think that survey is off or it's a snapshot and and maybe rightly so, those 1,000 people, uh, 57% of them at one point had this unique relationship with a friend? I don't think it's off at all. I think maybe the number was higher. Um, I think it's it's normal for us. You know, I mean, we we like to play. Like a committed relationship is is when that bonding really tends to happen. But we're also designed to just enjoy ourselves. So it's you know. I really do honestly think the number is higher, and, and I think that it's not an unusual. I don't think it's a new thing. You know what I was surprised by? They said women were more than twice as likely as men to say these arrangements were strictly about sex. I always thought a woman in the relationship was looking for a relationship for the emotional attachment, and men were looking at it for the physical or or the sex. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. That line I'm not sure about because Mm -hmm. my sociological mind doesn't feel that's the way it is and my experience as a dating coach and as a woman and a woman with friends so you know just what I've seen and what I've studied they don't point that way typically you know when we start dating somebody like as a dating coach I say to my my clients no kissing for three months because this if somebody can't hang around you for three months without getting that first kiss, he doesn't like me enough for the mm. first kiss. And so, oh my, I just lost my train of thought. Well, wait, Chantel, did you say again, Angela. no kissing for three months? No kissing for three months. Oh, wow. But this is, you were going back to that whole idea that women tend to be, you, right. you think that women because, tend to be okay. in it for the emotion. Yes, thank you. So what happens is when we kiss as women, we do tend to bond with that partner because our brain has said, I've done the vetting process, Mm -hmm. now it's procreation time. And our train of thought goes from I need to watch for red flags to I just want to see them as much as I can. Mm. And you miss the red flags then you're saying. You might, be miss- you might be missing the red flags oh, then if you jump too quickly to that. Now you're dopamine yes. and oxytocin. You're actually on a chemical high. You sleep less and you're not even tired. You don't even PMS as women. Like it's, it's an incredible chemical high that hides a lot of flags. The oxytocin makes you forget. 
Now, Angela, when you have a baby through natural childbirth and that baby is coming through the birth canal, your body gets flushed with oxytocin. So why do you do it a second time? Because you forgot how much it hurt the first time. Wait a second. Mine were C-sections. It didn't work. Uh, Chantel, I'm going to put women. you... <laughs> I'm gonna... As women. <laughs> As women. I'm going to put you on hold because I want to know, even as we talk about friends with benefits, to me, someone texted and said, and if the kids have seen Game of Thrones, they know enough. Friends with benefits <laughs> is the term. Um, but I want to talk after the break because I'd like to think that I've got a more experienced audience. Is this something that we are seeing just in young people, in the millennials? We can blame them for anything. Or are we seeing it in older generations? So hold that thought. I want to take a break. 403-974-8255. You can send your texts. Maybe you've got some dating stories or experiences that you would like to share with us. You know it's a safe place. We're back after this. Yeah, getting some good text. 403-974-8255. Having a very adult conversation about <laughs> the new dating reality and friends with benefits. Chantelle Hyde is a relationship expert, Canada's dating coach. And Chantelle, I do want to preface this all with, as we've heard on the news, the Alberta government is increasing tests available for pregnant women. Uh, our province has seen a huge outbreak of sexually transmitted diseases. So uh, if we're talking about any, whether it's friends with benefits, any kind, of sexual relation, let's make sure you're using protection. Just want to throw it out there because if someone is hearing me talk about this and says, wait a second, Angie, you promoting this? I'm not so much promoting it. I'm just trying to understand that because I think, oh, here's a couple of texts, Chantel, I just wanted to share with you. Um, one person says, I had friends with benefits throughout junior high to college, college. mostly exes. And mm -hmm. uh, so that idea when you break up with someone and you still have maybe that physical attraction, is, is that what you take from that text? Yeah, well, there's, when, when you get in a relationship with somebody that, you should not have gotten into a relationship with and you're having all this fighting because really you're not compatible. You got together because you were attracted to each other. Mm. You broke up because you were too different. But that attraction is still there and that part can still work. I suppose the friends with benefits is fine if both people in this relationship kind of know the rules going in because what happens if back to that idea where I think women become more emotionally involved in a relationship mm -hmm. what happens if one of the the partners goes to an, the next level and wants a committed relationship that can be difficult because when you're going especially males when they go into something with a certain state of mind for us we get in a relationship and I find as women it's it's easier to get drawn into something that went from purely physical to something emotional. Whereas I've often seen men, they go into something purely physical and then, you know, that's all. That's all I was considering you for. Because for them, when they're looking for a partner versus just somebody to satisfy sexual urges, it's a different criteria. And now they have to consider something they weren't prepared to consider, mm. which is, does she meet my criteria? Because if you say, if the woman, let's say, wants to be more committed, the man saying, wait, I was only in this for the physical attraction. Yeah, I, as I say, I think you've, if you're into this kind of a relationship, you've got to make sure that both people kind of know the rules. Because I can't imagine, how do these relationships end? 
I, I, maybe you're going to say just they just come to this agreed, well, it was great while it lasted, or someone's moving away from the city. But I, relationships to me, they don't always end well. Usually a friends with benefits relationship will end on a good note. Either both will part ways amicably because, you know, somebody found what they were looking for. Again, this was just a stopover to the next relationship. So somebody did find what they were looking for. And, you know, thank you for the good time. And, you know, there's no hard feelings between the two because it was understood. And they came into it as mature people. If you come into this kind of situation as insecure and immature, that's when it can be difficult to see somebody pulling away. Here's someone says, my mom, okay, this is Chantel because I wanted to touch on the age, whether or not it's uh, millennials or if it's older yeah. generations as I, well. I think it's a people thing. It's a people, well, because one texter says, my mom, who is now nearing her 60s, has some, as in, I think, friends with benefits. <laughs> I had friends who have and still have, it's <laughs> friends with benefits, it's cheaper on the wallet Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because what's missing from this kind of relationship is expectation. Is expectation. All right. And so when you get expectation into a relationship, is that when you say that suddenly that's, that's, it's more expensive? It's a bigger commitment? Across the board, it's more expensive. Emotionally, um, time-wise, financially, absolutely, <laughs> mentally. Someone says, watch the romantic comedy Friends with Benefits. Apparently, it's on Netflix. My wife made me watch it, the texter says. <laughs> have you heard of the movie Friends with Benefits? I have not. Oh, wait a sec. Isn't that the one with... Uh, la, la, la. Okay. Yeah, don't, I, don't yeah. throw it at me. I'm, it's uh, it's the a pop culture. It's Mia and Justin. Okay. Yes. Uh, I did see it. And Ashton Kutcher? Mia and Ashton Kutcher? Oh, is that what? who? Or Justin, Justin, Tim- Justin Timberlake oh, Tim- and Mia. Okay, thank you. My operator, Patrick's giving me the thumbs up. So, <laughs> Mina Kunis or something like that? Yeah. All right. So, um, I w- getting back to this relationship, though, and I want not so much just the friends with benefits, but you're a dating coach. And yeah. we have found, you know, especially if we're getting into our 50s and 60s, people have either had uh, partners die on them, uh, they've had divorces, how difficult is it to reinvent yourself in this new dating world and not just friends with benefits? It's a whole new world from what people may have gone into 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. Uh, you know what? That answer is it depends. It depends, you know, in what state you're leaving that last relationship in. If it was a, an abusive relationship and it really dragged you down, and you came from an abusive house before that then you have a lot of building up to do before mm-hmm. you're actually ready to get the right relationship for you. Whereas if it was, a, you know, you left a good household, you had a great relationship, it just didn't work because of logistics, maybe a little bit of personality quirks, and you're confidently moving on to the next one. But is it a big difference, though, with the age difference? I, I'm, I'm thinking... I, I don't think so. I, I've, seen, I've seen secure and insecure people of all age ranges as well as mature and immature in every age range. And Chantel, you're maybe hearing me say about the friends with benefits. I'm talking about, forget friends with benefits, just getting back into, you're the dating coach, getting back into the dating scene. I think for someone who's in their 50s or 60s, very intimidating, and I I probably, if I ever Mm. lost my, my great partner, I'd probably just say, forget it, I'm okay with being single for the rest of my life. See, and there I would wonder, what's your confidence level in yourself? 
I feel like I've got a lot of confidence in myself, and I don't need anyone. Why? I so just trained me, can one I guy. Can I dig into your brain a little bit? <laughs> What's that? Can I dig into your brain a little bit? Okay, you got a minute and a half to do some digging. Oh. And remember, I, okay, I am. My so, husband is so, still alive. You know what? The, I, I personally, I would want every woman to go confidently out there with a vetting process in hand, so that they can quickly and easily find the right relationship because they're available for it when it presents itself. Chantel, I hope I never find myself in that position, but thank you so much for your time today. You're welcome, Angela, anytime. Chantel Hyde, she is a relationship expert. Can't be easy. Relationships are not easy. Um, Canada's dating coach. And and I, I think there are a lot of people who, once you hit your 50s and 60s, the online dating isn't cutting it. You've tried the 60-second date or whatever it is. Maybe at some point you do need a coach. We have coaches for everything else. I, hard for me to wrap my head around right now, but I haven't found myself single in my 50s, getting darn close to 60s. Uh, just a couple of texts here. Um, women are too complicated nowadays, especially with social media. They have unrealistic expectations. Three-month salary for a ring? Uh, rugged men with beards, <laughs> German hairstyles, etc. But you know, even with that texture, and I'm assuming it's a male who's saying women are too complicated, I think you could turn that around as well. I think men, because of social media, they probably have unrealistic expectations of who they want that perfect person to be. And maybe that's why more relationships are saying, you know, let's just be friends with benefits. I, I don't need to have this heavy commitment interesting conversation and uh, oh, someone else just says she's got no clue what she's talking about that's not how a relationship works <laughs> we've got news coming up next